0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research.
1: Gonna try, anyhow. Hey,
0: yeah. I got him in a black v neck again today. so oh, he's off my jacket. On. <laughs> he's <laughs> matching me. So we're on the same page today. Hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. We're back live, video for you guys. Last week we took off, we were doing a bunch of stuff, we were busy. I was dealing with my son, letting him come into this big world. He's doing extremely healthy, by the way. Thanks for asking, all the emails. We went to – my wife took him to the pediatrician today, good pediatrician. uh, Doesn't push shots on at all. She's very open about a lot of stuff, which is very hard to find. And he's already growing, gaining weight, and getting longer, eating a lot of food. So he's doing really good and healthy. So thank you for all the emails and requests and just encouragement that I got. I really appreciate that. And I continue to thank you for supporting Health Master's. We bring the show to you every single day, Monday through Friday, no ads, no commercials, no pop-ups, no nothing. Just an hour straight news of our standpoints on certain topics and continuing to give you guys the articles and data to make your own decisions on whatever you guys decide you want to do. So thank you for that as well. One of the first things that I want to get into, because this is something that I've been talking about for years, and now it's really starting to come to head with a very strange scenario that we're about to watch now. You guys know 23andme the dna testing company that for years now has been very very uh high valued and <laughs> gathering people's dna billions of people or at least hundreds of millions of people's data is in this i don't know the full number i know that i've warned people about getting involved with a lot of these companies because essentially they've had data mining breaches they've had all types of issues with safety as far as the information and now the company that was once boasting a- eight or excuse me a six billion dollar market cap with Richard Branson and Oprah and everybody pumping this company up that they thought was gonna be really successful is now currently floating around a 300 million dollar market cap at around like 68 cents a share uh, which it was almost at $70 a share at its peak $70 a share at the end of 2021 now it's a penny stock and now Nasdaq is actually threatening to delist it because the company is it's done it's complete now the million dollar question that everybody needs to be asking, who's going to buy this company up and what does that mean for your data and your information if you actually use this company to essentially do a DNA testing on you. Again, this is why I said, be very, very cautious about where you send this stuff to because now this is pretty much the largest DNA testing company in the world and now it's gonna be bought up by the million dollar, you know, question mark company. So something to be aware of on this. And again, I don't know how this is gonna play out, but something I wanted to throw out there as well also to and other heads up news this is something i really want to give everybody a heads up on as well the there's been numerous reports now kind of independently there's been talking about now blaming essentially white supremacist neo-nazi skinheads that are planning on attacking migrant centers now in south texas because they're so mad about the southern border invasion so now the fbi is saying that we're likely going to have white supremacists attack migrant centers because of what's happening I told you guys this last week. There's a high probability what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to try to blame the Patriots in the country to demonize anyone that essentially doesn't go along with the narrative. So now, essentially, you got the Fed boys doing Fed boy things, getting bad idea factory concepts every single day. This is what they do. ATF's right there with them. Remember. ATF is the agency that ran over 2,500 weapons, including 50 caliber, machi- 50 caliber Barrett's and machine guns to the Mexican drug cartel under Operation Fast and the Furious and then said, whoopsie, we lost all the guns. We don't know where they went. Sorry. And then finding out later on that hundreds of those weapons have been used in killings down in Mexico, including one of those to kill a Border Patrol agent back years back. So again, when you start hearing the feds talk about these events are going to happen, best believe they are the ones who are going to orchestrate and plan them. And that's why I always tell everybody to be very cautious and be very, very aware and awake on where you go, who you talk to, who you hang out with with some of these groups. Because in most cases, as we saw what happened up in Michigan with the governor and the planned kidnapping of that nightmare governor they have up there, they later found out that the vast majority of the people in that group were all undercover fed boys or essentially paid confidential informants, which is just a fancy way of calling them complete and total garbage snitches. This is what happens though when you allow an agency like the FBI to go completely rogue and start essentially weaponizing against the general population. So just want to get that information out there, be aware of it. And again, thank you for Healthmaster's support, the berberine ultimate. You guys have been stocking up on it. A lot of customers have been emailing me on how to run the dosage. One capsule with every major meal is a really good place to start, two to three capsules total per day. That'll really stabilize blood sugar and also really helps burn body
1: fat. And other than that, How are you doing this morning, Dad? It was a fantastic Monday. I'm I'm doing great, Austin. And, uh, you know, the thing about it is this this DNA gathering stuff, this is some serious information they put out. It is. This this is information on your DNA, my DNA. Well, not yours or mine because we never used that company. I would never have my DNA tested. But our DNA is a frequency. It's an energy field. And what happens is when they get a specific – it's like a radio signal. It's like 91.1 FM except it's a lot more complicated than that would be like ninety one point one point five five six six six, probably the 50 decimal places. And so when they have that frequency, they can actually tune into your frequency with these energy weapons they have and actually cause all kinds of havoc with you personally. So, you know, this is a big deal. A big breach is going to be going out. And again, we warned people years ago not to do this, if you remember, and it's just, it is what it is. But uh, there's one other thing I want to cover too this morning. You know, I've been getting a lot of information out about, you know, about what was happening in Gaza, and we've been talking about a lot of things that are happening there. And I got a pretty scathing letter back from one of our listeners this morning, who's also a radio talk show personality. He goes, uh, "I he goes, he goes, I know you believe all of it's anti-Israel. The heck with the heck with the facts. Uh, the article is the BS. The, the the Muslims are so innocent against the bloodthirsty Jewish folks. It's all just poppycock. You have one problem with this topic, you know." You know, I've been there and I've witnessed it. Your take is way wrong, wrong, but whatever, you know, heck with the facts. If you think the Muslims would welcome uh, Christians, okay, that was badly written, so I kind of read it to you, but I'm not going to tell you who the author was. Now, I want to say something to you about this real quick. I don't believe any of it as far as if you're going to make me, you know, if you had to take, if I had to bet on any of this, I'm going to tell you that the vast majority of what we hear on either side of that is a complete and total obfuscation, and it's pure nonsense. The truth has been obfuscated. It's like speaking to someone who's been divorced, you get a different story from both sides. And, and, and I just want to I want to just be really clear about that, because a lot of people are always asking me these questions about Israel and about gods and all the rest of it. You know, there's really good Jewish folks out there and there's really bad Muslims out there and there are really bad Jewish folks out there. And there's really good Muslims out there. just So like there's good Christians and bad Christians. The problem is they have political agendas. You know, the people, the Muslims have political agendas, the Jews have political agendas in Gaza, especially the Zionists. And so they're gonna always push their agenda like with Benjamin Netanyahu. A lot of the Jewish folks in Israel don't like Benjamin Netanyahu. They want him out of office. They got him out of office a couple of years ago, but I told you he'd be back. They're protesting back. all the last year, if you remember. Well, if, if you remember Schneerson, this is that rabbi who basically was that top, you know, guy who basically claimed to be everything but the new Christ, you know, as far as their Messiah, he said that Benjamin Netanyahu was gonna hand the torch to Israel over to the Messiah. So a lot of these guys that are hardcore Shabbat Kabbalists over there, they want to keep Benjamin Netanyahu in and they want to keep him in there as long as they possibly can so they can have this prophecy fulfilled. So what we find ourselves in here as far as Christians and as far as just general population is this, there's a lot of junk going over off in Iran right now. You know, Biden unleashed a whole bunch of stuff against, you know, against, you know, Syria again for these three people that were basically killed, these soldiers. Here's the thing. He's saying it can be a long term thing now as far as attacking the Iran installations everywhere. You know we don't need a war with Iran in the United States, just like we didn't need a war with Iraq. We sure haven't needed a war with Syria. It's all part of the great Israeli expansion protocol that was pushed by our government back over 20 years ago. What we need to understand is that you know if we avoid these foreign entanglements, like our our forefathers taught us to do in the country when they created the United States, it's gonna be a whole lot better for the United States. Right now we got to send ten. We're about to put ten trillion dollars of securities from the federal government on the market right now. Think about that for a second. Who's going to buy all this? And what happens is because we can't find buyers for it on the international market, in a lot of cases, the Federal Reserve Bank, the Rothschild banking cartel, buys up the debt. And so they continue to push the narrative because they control the debt. So that's what you have to ask yourself. a question is this. Who benefits from this? Who's part of this? Look at Gaza. You've got millions of people. They're calling it, they call it a Gaza side now, like genocide, and what's happening over there with the killing of the women and the children. All that's true. Now, we also believe that the Israelis turned their defense system down to allow the hang gliders to come in all that nonsense from months ago to start this entire false flag mess they've done as a reality to try to create this greater Israel pack package and get rid of Gaza and make that all part of the, the beach part of Israel with people going to build luxury homes and apartments and everything else. All of this stuff is a disaster that we got, we've got we got ourselves involved in. And you know, if it wasn't for AIPAC, the American Israeli Political Action Committee, we wouldn't be in a lot of this stuff. And until we shake ourselves loose from all foreign entanglements, I'm not talking about Israel here. I'm talking about all foreign entanglements, you know, with our thousand military bases all over the world. We're borrowing money to support this. We're borrowing money from our future generations in order to promote this, how should I say, police state that we've developed here in the United States. And then we are so concerned about what's going on in the Middle East and so concerned about what's going on in all parts of the world. Why don't we close our own borders, Austin? Am I right?
0: Million-dollar question, man. I, I mean, what, well, and here, here, here's, here's some real numbers that will tell you. The Senate now has just introduced and essentially approved this insane bill that they wanted to do. To It's uh, – where, where we put it? A $118 billion bill that they just went through, 118 – over a tenth of a trillion dollars. And I went through some of it today, and the numbers right here are what show you how compromised we are. So Ukraine's getting another $60 billion. Or what I guess that, all that's all mainly going to Lockheed Martin and probably, <laughs> you know, Raytheon. Unbelievable. 60 billion to Ukraine right now, 14 billion to Israel, 2.4 billion for U.S. Central Command to address combat expenditures currently in Israel, another 10 billion to Gaza. So we're giving money to Israel and we're giving money to Gaza at the same time if you think we don't uh, fund both sides of the war. And then you'll love this. We're putting 20 billion to support operational needs of our national border but here's the ironic part about it when you actually look at the 20 billion that we're pumping into the national border security you get all these earmarks like right here 2.33 billion for refugee entrance assistance Um, amounts made available under this heading and act are be used for grants with qualified organizations to provide culturally culturally appropriate services to refugees so we're just putting this money out here, and apparently this 2.3 billion, this primarily is going to be used for Visa cards and American Expresses for everybody that comes in, so they get like three thousand a month as soon as they come in. But ironically, when you just do the math here, 60 billion for Ukraine, 14 billion for Israel, 10 billion for Gaza, guys, what, what are we talking about here? So we're talking about 84, almost 85 billion for three countries that have nothing to do with us, and $20 billion for our southern border, which most of it's all designed to give more money. And now they're saying as well that with this bill that it's going to allow up to 1.5 million illegals per year to come in with full access to all of our resources here in the United States. And, and you'll love this. The aspect, there's a clause in it that essentially Joe Biden at any point in time can remove a border emergency declaration and end it, meaning an unrestricted amount of people can then come in. It says right here, if the president finds that in the national interest to temporarily suspend a border emergency authority, the president may direct the secretary to suspend the use of all border emergency authority on an emergency basis. So essentially, they can come in at any point in time and say there's no more emergency at the border because we're allowing more, more people to come in. This is what's happened in a failed country. It's sad. I love America, born in America, will always support America. But at this point in time now, I think everybody's starting to get the realization and the understanding, as stark as it is and as dark as it is, that the United States is on its tail end as far as a republic. Because this, this isn't sustainable. you got to look at anything when you're looking at a business, when you're looking at a company, when you're looking at everything. You have to look at viability and sustainability. Is this something that can continue to go on for years and years and years? The answer is no, it's not possible. The debt is reaching a point now where we talked about what last week, I think Dan and I said,
1: we're going to be hitting a trillion dollars in interest this year now, the national debt. Trillion dollars in interest. Well, you got and these $10 trillion in securities that are maturing. Yeah. Who's going to rebuy them? I mean, this, this is a disaster. This entire thing's a disaster. <clears throat> There's an interesting article here that says their treasonous plan is working. As most people in this country are just trying to live paycheck to paycheck and survive a world in where the deep state and their Highly paid lackeys in the media, banking, government, military, and corporations are all conspiring to take complete control of the country, the coordinated planned invasion of our southern border. The evilness of this plan is so incomprehensible to the average distracted America, they can't grasp what is happening right now before their very eyes, so they do nothing and hope it somehow stops. Now, this article says they do nothing. Well, what are we supposed to do when we have the people that we've elected who basically have blame shifted this stuff and say they're coming across the border? They refuse to stop it. So at this point, the only way it stops is through the use of 300 million firearms they want to take away from us. We are already at war, but only the bad guys are fighting. Our time frame is to fight back is growing short. Now, here's what it says. Biden's strategy is simple. Get as many illegals in the country as possible. Legalize them to create a permanent majority, a one-party state. This is why they are encouraging so much illegal immigration, simple yet effective. Most people in America don't know that the census is based on a simple headcount of people, including eagle, illegals, not just citizens. This shifts, electrical, this shifts political power and money to states and congressional districts with the highest number of illegals. That's what Elon Musk is saying, by the way. And so what we have to understand here is that you know, we have a group of people that are running the country. And this, again, the same group that we always talk about, the, the Kabbalist, Luciferian, Synagogue of Satan group. They want to come in now and take over what we're doing. We have a subdivision across the street from us that we've talked about it many times. It's almost all Latin. think, well, that's not a problem. No, I don't care about that. If they're coming over here legally and everything else, they're living in these beautiful homes, beautiful yards, beautiful subdivision, beautiful amenities, beautiful clubhouse, beautiful pools, and you can't buy anything in that subdivision. Everything's pre-sold, all of it. And they, it went up so fast, it's almost mind-boggling. And so you have to ask yourself a question. Why doesn't anyone speak English in the subdivision that we can find? You go over there and try to talk to people. It's Hispanic, 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 and their cars stay at home every day and nobody seems to work. So is it this $3,000 a month that Austin just talked about as far as these people getting on their credit cards every month that is paying all these bills for the billions of dollars that we're subsidizing every month? I don't know. But all I know is that the United States is in an unbelievable mess right now and that we're having more and more people that are realizing that we're out of control as far as the government. A New York father now has lost his legal battle to stop his eight-year-old son from taking puberty blockers to change his gender. Now, this, think about it I'm going to say this. A New York father, he, he was going against his ex-wife. Now, I want to say something about this, too. You know, I mentioned earlier that you know, you've got you know, Israel's side, you've got the Palestinian side, you've got the Muslim side, you've got the Jewish side, and they all come in with these different you know, tactics and obfuscation and all different types of rhetoric. Here's the th- it's the same thing. If you find somebody who's been divorced and the divorce was not amicable, it was basically awful, you'll find a completely different story from the husband and from the wife. Every single time. Now, you guys know people have been divorced. The husband wants to badmouth the wife. The wife wants to badmouth the husband. You don't know where the truth is. That's why the Bible says that the first person that comes forward and testifies seems like he's telling the truth until the other person comes out and questions him about what he's saying, and another truth or another person comes up and tells you their version of the story. happens all the time, in politics happens all the time in marriages and relationships. Here we have a father who basically told his ex-wife that she could not turn his little boy into a girl, and basically he went to court to try to stop it, and he could not stop the battle. Now, the good news on that is that little 8-year-old little little boy decided he didn't want to be a little girl after all. Imagine that, and now he stopped taking these drugs. This is some sad, sad stuff, because we also realize right now that one in six children are leaving primary school with rotten teeth. Now I'm tying this together with all of this now. So what do they tell you in this story about the one in six children coming in with rotten teeth? That's like 17%. They're telling you to make sure they brush their teeth with fluoride, fluoride. every day. You A see that? Yep. Okay. That's the that, this whole story is obfuscation to push fluoride. That's all this is. Because you know the other day I was watching that Jack Reacher, the very first one with um, Tom Cruise, and they and the shooter shot five people to cover up the death of one person. And they said, we don't wanna make the one person the highlight of the story. It's just a random by shooting that he basically, this one woman died who we wanted to have dead. We cover the entire story. That's what this is. They're covering the entire story and pushing fluoride and the average American is gonna go, oh, we gotta make sure we brush our children's teeth with more and more fluoride every single day. Twice a day, it's <laughs> it's twice so a scary. day. And Harvard, Harvard says, they studied Harvard a few years ago, said that fluoride will lower the IQ of these, uh, IQs of these children. In other words, let's dumb them down as much as we possibly can. And remember, fluoride will also make them servile and infertile. So it, it's, it's nuts. It's well, and nuts. one thing I want to add on that too, This is the, the thing about that
0: article that I read that made me so irritated is that there was nothing in the article that went into detail about the massive increase of high fructose corn syrup That's usage right. in cereal and candy and soda and the amount of the intake that the children has gone up. If you look at the junk food intake in the United States and in Europe, it's gone up significantly in the last 10 to 15 years. It's become a normal staple now in most households for children to drink soda
1: all day long. Well, no, what they do, they sit and play video games and drink soda That's all. exactly right. They're sitting there sipping on a soda. Getting their soda, sugar, getting their caffeine. High fructose corn syrup, it's rotting out their teeth, and then suddenly we're like, oh, by the way, make sure we give these kids more fluoride, often. And, and again, they don't bother to tell you the fluoride is a neurotoxin It's used in rat poison. Nobody talks about that. All they want to do is make sure you keep the kids fluorided up. And I, it, it's insanity to me. It, it really, really is. By the way, this is an interesting article. a Tesla owner was pulled over by cops for driving down the highway by wearing the new Apple vision computer glasses. Oh my gosh. Uh, this user named Dante posted a video of himself, getting pulled over for driving a Tesla while wearing the new Apple vision glasses. Dante posted a video on Friday, the same day as the $3,500 headsets released. Apple explicitly warns against driving while wearing the glasses on its safety information page. Here's the problem I have with all of this stuff with these this basic bringing in now 3d and the environment together. This is going to create a new reality for these kids. That's what this is. This is going to bring in the mark of the beast so much easier. This is going to take all of these kids who can't get jobs because they basically have been, you know, politically—how you know, should I say—they're politically correct about everything. They now they're completely useless in the workforce. It's going to let them sit around all day long and go to their own little world and basically be addicted to wearing these goggles all day. This is a nightmare that the United States is actually doing this, and we and we and we and we have to realize. That all of this started way back when with the Frankfurt School. and We've talked about it. Paul Craig Roberts wrote a really good article today. and it says the overthrow of men. Now, this, this, is, this is important. And, here, and here's why it's important. You know, I've been, since my wife passed away a few years ago, you know, I've been in the dating pool. And one of the common denominators I always hear from the women who are in the dating pool nowadays is there are no more men. There, there are no men. There are no men. They, don't, they can't defend me. They can't support me, they can't do anything for me. I'm stuck in this world trying to find a man who's a real man, and I hear it all of the time. I mean, I've heard this repeatedly. Here's what he says. In my lifetime, I've watched the complete overthrow of American men. The only role they have left is to be a hate object for feminists. That's kind of sad, but it's true. I think the overthrow was initiated by the 1964 Civil Rights Act, implemented contrary to the statutory language of the law by the EEOC bureaucracy. Congress explicitly prohibited Racial quotas, but the EEOC under the leadership of hardcore cabalist Alfred Blumenrosen put in place a regulatory system that at first, under the name of affirmative action, gave racial racial preference to blacks in university admissions, hiring, and promotion soon after the preferences were extended to women and later to the handicapped and now to sexual perverts and transgenders. The consequences of Blumenrosen is that white heterosexual males are now second-class citizens in the law. They have been denied for over half a century the 14th Amendment the protection of equality under the law. And he goes on to say, he says, you know, you know, boys, little league baseball had to take girls in or it was discrimination. Next school playground fights between bully and the one not content to be bullied were no longer left to be completed by the playground monitor, standing up for yourself was basically, you know, not allowed today. The police are called and what was normal in my day has been criminalized. Boys could not even play cops and robbers or cowboys in these without severe punishment. Because when I was at last men's when, 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 when was the last men's college extinguished? I went to three georgia tech the university of virginia merton college and oxford university they are now sexually integrated and their character is lost merton college has now has female wardens and presidents once the alumni from the past are dead no one will have a memory of the men's space it will become mythology like a unicorn and he goes when boys don't want to be boys what is proof of men's demise in today that american boys find themselves so demonized as a misogynist and racist and treated as society's problems that some would rather be girls than boys, and often, with their mother's urging, subject themselves to chemical castration and breast implants. No male in the past would possibly have preferred to be a girl rather than a boy. Now, what is happening? Conflicts with the protective mentality of white men, but they are prohibited from providing the protection. I just mentioned that. The Western world is devoid of maleness. Even the West wars ministers are women. A couple of years ago, I posted photographs of NATO's European war ministers if memory serves, every European war minister was female. Now, I'm gonna stop here one second. I'm not saying that a female can't be a war minister. I'm not saying that a female can't do the role of a male in today's society. What I'm saying is when you blend these roles together and you eliminate the effectiveness of the white man or the black man or the Hispanic man from being a leader and a protector of the family, the nuclear family is fractured and the children no longer have effective role models as to what they're supposed to be when they're an adult. That's the problem that we've run into. Everything gets blurred together suddenly a man's a woman a woman's a man a man's giving birth to a woman you know a man's giving birth to a child all these crazy things a man wants to be a transgender a woman wants to be a lesbian a woman, they, they all want to be by genders it's the nuttiest thing i've ever seen in my entire life and the sad part about all of this austin is that when we stop and we look at this we have to ask ourselves a simple question if it's this bad now in 2024 if it's this bad now Where's it going to be in 2034, 2044, 2054? Oh, I mean, we have men now walking around dressed as women, and it's okay. It's normal. We have women and men using each other's bathrooms. We have children using cat litter boxes in the bathrooms in schools because they want to be cats. <laughs> I mean, a- no, and, you, know, you so is insanity. But the, but the truth is, where do we draw the line? There was an old TV show. It wasn't one TV show. It was a movie. It was called Fiddler on the Roof, and uh, they had a the star on there. And he starts singing a song about if you pull the plug out of a boat, where does it stop? When does it stop filling up with water? Yeah, you know, well, I, it does when it, stop, what it I, sinks. I, I, remember, I remember years ago, I had a MasterCraft, and I remember one day, I forgot to put the plug in it. You remember this. Oh, yeah. And we're out in the middle of the lake, and I look down, my feet are in water. And I'm like, what the heck, man? And we're trying to stick a rag because we couldn't find the plug in the MasterCraft where the boat sank. Yeah. You see, when you pull the... By the way, the boat did not... Boat did not <laughs> it makes you okay, clarify we, that. We, we, the boat was okay. And, and, but we, we drained it back out. We turned the pumps on. But the reality was is that You know, when you do that, when you pull the plug on our society as far as values that are biblical, that are from the five Old Testament books and from the New Testament, when you pull that plug out where does it stop and that's the point it doesn't stop that mastercraft would have sunk in the middle of the lake oh absolutely if i had not put the plug back in and that's what we're doing in the united states of america we've pulled the plug out on morality we've pulled the plug out on what we're supposed to do we've pulled the plug out on men being men and women being women
0: we've even pulled the plug out on just basic science i mean this entire concept that we've walked into now where we literally are having arguments in schools about grown men can have babies that doesn't happen that is physically impossible it cannot happen
1: well they can they can implant a uterus they do all of weird then, stuff but, but, if, but if, if you don't have
0: scientific intervention, right exactly right. it's impossible this yeah. isn't normal there's nothing about this is even functional in society mm. or sustainable for a human race and what happens is the more you start seeing this strangeness and depravity continue to take hold you realize that when you're dealing with no moral basis no moral ethos that everything continues to go down to its lowest level of depravity. And that's what well, you're well, no, starting no, to no, see no, now. No,
1: no and, and what makes me angry here, because, you know, I mean, being in the dating situation that I'm in now, I've learned that the world that I knew before I married your mom is gone. It doesn't oh, yeah. exist anymore. <laughs> and, and, you, and you realize, I mean, you have, you have women that are so mean and so awful, that it's hard to believe. And you got men that are so scared that, that they refuse to be a man and, all, and so you start thinking to yourself, where in the world did this happen? Well, there was a gradual change of the country through the Frankfurt School and the indoctrination of the American male and the American woman through cultural Marxism. Yes. That's all of this stuff, because remember, Austin, and this is important, everybody understands this, their god is an hermaphrodite. The people that run this planet, their God, well, that's why they it. want to normalize it. That's why they want to normalize it. Their, their God is a transgender. He's a snake in a tree called Einsoff, And that snake in a tree basically is a hemaphrodite, male and female. And the closest expression they can have to God, in their opinion, is to be hermaphroditic. And see, that's what this is. And until we see that and push out what it is, we're not going to realize. Here's, here's the thing. The D liturgy my eyes, the white heterosexual male, same throughout all perimeters of the Western civilization. Listen to this. In Sweden, there are reports that white Swedish men will now stand aside why immigrant invaders rape Swedish women in public. Because if they interfere, they might be arrested for hate crimes. I'm going to say that. I'm going to just let you guys know. The Swedish women are being raped in public, and the Swedish men watch it and refuse to stop it because they're afraid they're going to be arrested for a hate crime. This is so barbaric and so crazy that it absolutely is mind-boggling to me that the world has found itself in this. The same thing happened in Cologne, Germany, years ago on New Year's Eve. Thousands of women ended up getting raped and basically molested by a bunch of migrant invaders coming out of Africa, and the men sat there and did absolutely nothing. So you think, why in the world has this happened? And see, here's the thing. And ladies, let me just say this to you, and I'm not being mean, okay? When you, saw, when you watch Hollywood and you've got a five-foot-one actor, female, okay, and she's beating up a six-foot-eight guy who weighs 300 pounds, she weighs 100 pounds. It doesn't happen. I don't care how many fancy moves she knows unless she, actually did a, unless she shot him in the head or shot him in the eye or went for an eye gouge and he couldn't stop her. She's not going to subdue this guy. It's literally impossible. He can pick her up and flick her off like a flea. There's nothing she can do to stop it. Women and men are different. We have different bone structures, you know, unless you go start going on testosterone and this different replacement therapy, you know, in some instances, you know, for, for thousands of years now, women have had a traditional role of being in the home, taking care of the children and the men provided basically protection for those women in case they had got attacked and the, and, the, and, the, and the women basically were taken care of by their husbands. You say, well, that sounds terrible, Ted. Okay. Then don't listen to the show. I don't know what to say. That's how it's been for thousands of years, and it worked until this new religion of Kabbalah came forward and started pushing this whole hermaphroditic agenda. They don't want you to be a woman. They don't want a guy to be a guy. They don't want a man to be an alpha. They want men to cower down as it was thousands and thousands of years ago when witches ruled the world. That's what this is all about because remember that Zohar was written in 72 AD, the foundational work of the Kabbalah, and basically it teaches you that witches rule the planet. And they do it with their seances, their weird things they're involved with and all of the things that they do. That's why these traditional roles in many of these organizations and places have been supplanted now by women because they want the women who are the witches to rule the world again, like we saw with the Oracle of Delphi. All the different things that we see over and over coming back, they want this back. Don't you remember how scared they were of Jezebel? The men the, the priest were terrified of her because she was a witch. Always remember that. So as far as me and my house, we're going to serve God Almighty. We're going to serve the Lord. I'm going to raise my children the proper role models. I'm going to teach them the way it's supposed to be from the Bible, which is what all of us have to do. That's why Austin has always talked about having these children in a homeschool co-op and which traditional values are promoted and taught rather than a school system that's run by witches. What do you think, Austin?
0: You have to now, man. And the thing about this is the concept of allowing children to go down this really dark road that we're now starting to watch become a very stark reality in the United States is really, really, really creepy. And we see all these different factors that are being put into place because it's not just one factor at all. It's multiple factors. There's an article here that I was reading earlier. It was talking about how new warnings been issued after researchers are linking energy drinks to Suicidal thoughts in children. Now, this is a huge problem. I've talked to you guys for years about staying away from energy drinks as adults, much less children. Aspartame oh, causes yeah. suicidal Aspartame, thoughts. Aspartame, sucralose is also another problem. And then, what's also a concept that nobody's talking about, and this article here talks about young children that consume energy drinks showed a significantly higher risk of mental health problems such as depression, suicidal thoughts, ADHD, anxiety, according to the study. They want to say that the research looked at data from 57 studies of more than 1.2 million children and young adults from more than 21 countries. And they came up with significant conclusion that increased amounts of energy drinks in boys and girls massively increases all types of mental disorders and also increases chances of alcohol use and smoking along with other substance abuse when they get older. They said additional additional health effects noted in the updated review included increased risk of suicide, psychological distress, ADD, depressive and panic disorders, allergic diseases, insulin resistance, dental caries, which rotten teeth, erosion of tooth wear as well. Regarding the impacts on mental health, they found frequent drinking of energy drinks was associated with suicidal attempts and severe stress. Here's something you got to understand here. When you have a child, you have a young adult teenager, and they're consuming three, four, five, six hundred milligrams of caffeine every single day. That's not healthy. That's not healthy for most grown adults to consume, and you're talking about their body weight being 70, 80, 90, 100 pounds. The other factor that you're also factoring in with this, majority of these kids, when they're using energy drinks, they're using energy drinks to stay awake for a specific reason, to be more hyper. Most of them are playing video games when they do this. Energy drinks and video games go hand in hand. That's we've had Mountain Dew sponsor PlayStation. They're really, really big in that industry. I've looked it up before. So what you have now is you have these young boys that are sitting there consuming copious amounts of caffeine, a lot of high fructose corn syrup, also, aspartame some of those ones while they're sitting there in this virtual reality state or this augmented virtual reality that they now have with all these gaming platforms living in this completely different world, getting massive dopamine triggers with extremely high levels of cortisol from the caffeine. And then you're telling them, come off all of it right now and go back to a normality in school and go live in a little normal basic world. It doesn't work is causing incongruities in their mind and also in their development it is extremely dangerous that is why i've told you before stay away from these energy drinks secondly they're loaded with all types of other preservatives most of them are full of high fructose corn syrup full of aspartame full of sucralose artificial flavors out the wazoo and like i said massive amounts of caffeine i know one of the main monsters on it i think it's got 350 milligrams of caffeine for one monster one 350 milligrams of caffeine and you got 10 and 12 year old kids buying this that's why they've talked about now actually putting age restrictions on uh these these energy drinks and i can't say that i'm opposed to if you gotta be show id 18 to buy these things i don't drink them i've never supported them i've never liked them i've drunk them before in college a couple times and the problem is you feel like crap after a couple hours on them because there's so much sugar and caffeine in them when you come down but again, we, all these things are playing a role with the diet, with the food, with the preservatives, with the sweeteners, with these video gaming platforms. Now these kids are sitting on eight, nine, 10 hours a day. And now you throw factor of social media into it. Where now when they're not on video games, they're sitting there on TikTok and all these other platforms rotting their brain, getting more dopamine triggering hits. As i talked about repeatedly, how they develop these systems. They're gearing these children to be so mentally depressed and so mentally drained that reality, the real world that they live in, It's such a depressive state because they're no longer getting all their dopamine from all their video games and their social media and their drugs and their caffeine that they don't know how to function in society anymore. Kids don't just go outside like we did when we were younger and go build a fort or ride bikes or go break something. I don't know. I'm not condoning that, but just doing crazy stuff. They don't do that anymore. I've talked to my friends now. They said all the time, like, kids are never outside anymore. They want to sit inside and watch movies or video games or phones or iPads. The iPad epidemic has literally become just that. It's an epidemic in this country and again that's why i really recommend being aware and being cautious of what your children are exposed to when it comes to electronic world because i'm telling you right now i am absolutely sick of seeing so many kids walking around with ipads all the time everywhere i go out in public now it's i mean and i'm not talking like adults teenagers i'm talking three four five year old kids staring at tablets drooling on themselves while they're out in public and they do not even know how to function mildly in society And these are the kids that are going to be operating and getting into business in 10 or 15 years from now, Dad. you think we've seen it now? Like you said earlier, what happens in 2030? What happens in 2040 when this generation right now that we're failing, I'll be honest with you, this generation is being failed. They are. The majority of parents suck. Excuse my vernacular right (laughs) now. They really do i talked to a lot of people. That they have no concept of doing anything with their children anymore. They don't encourage them. They don't try to continue to monitor them or put them in the right direction. It's a free-for-all. Sit in a school. Give them an iPad. Let them stay on Netflix when they get home. Send them to the room. Eat as much crap as they want. Give them any shots as the pediatrician tells them, and we wonder why they're sick and depressed all the time. Today. And
1: you know, Austin, too, you've got to look at all the divorces now and all the, yeah. the single-parent households. You've got to look at single-parent households because with single-parent households, these children aren't getting proper role models. No, Their mom is basically having to work you know, two jobs to try to support them. The dad, A lot of them don't even know their dad. A lot of them don't know their dad. A lot of their dads don't want to provide any child support. They don't want to do anything for them, uh, and they don't see their children very often, or, yeah. or they expect the mother to carry it fully, or the very exact opposite is true. The mother expects the husband to carry everything. And the mom wants to run around and just do whatever she wants to do and doesn't even want to bother with custody anymore. So these children, their self-esteem is being radically just oh, yeah. damaged. And, 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 the, and the role models that they think are normal are not normal. They're, well, they're normal for today's standards. And you're right. My generation, the baby boomer generation, my generation, we screwed it all up. We did. Because we allowed the Kabbalist Luciferian synagogue of Satan to tell us that we needed more stuff. This is true. They, we, we, we allowed them to use Edward Bernays, who was a Kabbalist, you know, cousin of Sigmund Freud, yeah. to come in and tell us that you need more stuff to basically promote the GDP because they want to promote more and more debt, Yeah, And so then after world war II, because before world war two, people didn't have dual incomes. The mothers and dads didn't work. When the men went off to fight during world war two, they took the women into the factories to build the airplanes and the tanks and everything else. Well, when the guys came back, there was this giant baby boom. That's my generation, and they and they said, hey, wait a minute. The baby boomers are doing all of this stuff now, so we have to have dual income still because the mother can work. We've proven that now. Yeah, okay. Cash cow. Okay, let's keep her going. Yeah. We'll get childcare, daycare, and all the rest, and suddenly they turn into latchkey kids. So then suddenly the mom and the dad are gone until four or five, and the kids are hanging out by themselves. Suddenly our generation allowed that to happen until we became dependent on a dual income family. This is, really, this is yeah. what happened. I, I can I sit here and say we don't have responsibility for it, but we have. And so all of this stuff continued to degrade, and then we had the civil rights movement of the 60s, which caused a lot of fracturing of the society, but some of it was absolutely necessary, not the way they handled it, but the way it was done as far as making sure we didn't have discrimination any longer. And then we turned right back around, and we had the wild sex parties of the 60s and the LSD with Timothy O'Leary and the CIA. Yes. All (laughs) of this stuff hit the college campuses, and suddenly these kids that were these wild childs in the 60s and 70s they start having babies with Dr. Spock, who said, never spank a child, never do anything. Yeah. You know, you basically, you, you, if you spank a child, you're a bad parent. Yep. The child, do whatever they want to do, whenever they want to do it, and it's good for the children. Well, then all of a sudden, we had all this permissive stuff going on in the schools, and all of a sudden, these parents start saying, well, my marriage doesn't work anymore because I work 50 hours a week. My husband works 50 hours a week. I never see him. We've grown apart, and so they split up. Now the kids are sitting here. Now it wasn't bad enough to start with. Now they've got no parents at home anymore because now they're all working, yeah. and these kids raised themselves. And then they get, and they get in with the wrong peer group, they start hanging out with the wrong people, the wrong friends, and suddenly they're on drugs, they're on alcohol, they're on all of this because their parents do coke lines when they go home at night because they're exhausted. You say, well, that doesn't happen all the time. No, it doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. They're running coke, they're running pot, they're running alcohol, they're running cigarettes, they're self-medicating. And so the kids see this and the behavioral patterns are established in those children because they think that behavior is okay. Yep. And see, and, and, and the society is no longer there to say, "Stop, Stop it." it. Yeah No okay? And so the kids basically become basically derelicts, and they want to sleep all day, they want to play video games all day, because when they play their video games and they suck down their monster drinks let's go back to that, yep. they suddenly get all these dopamine yep. triggers, and these dopamine triggers they escape from reality. They, that's right, because their reality is so awful, because they have no family at home, they've got no kids, Everybody fights, everybody wow. lies, Everybody's committing adultery as far as they see it. They don't know what to do anymore. And so what they do is they say, wait, stop this. We've got to go back and look at what's going on. And so, no, we don't want to do that. So what we're going to do is we're going to immerse ourselves in Google goggles. We're going to immerse ourselves in an artificial reality. <laughs> yes. And we're going to suck down energy drinks, drinks all day, day long because I'm going to get a dopamine trigger. And for a little while, for a little while during my day, I feel good. Yeah. Because I'm not here anymore. I've left. Yeah. And so the children now are realizing they have more happiness and more pleasure because their lives are so bad that that they go into this artificial reality. They don't think about the fact that aspartame contains phenylalanine, aspartic acid, and methanol, paint thinner. It's going to make them want to crave alcohol. They don't think about the fact that the aspartic acid is going to eat holes in their brains, and they don't think about all of the problems associated with blindness from aspartame because of optic nerve degradation. And they sure in the heck don't think about the fact that it's going to cause massive depression. So not only on top of that, they have this depression going on, they're all hyped up on high fructose corn syrup, and then take it a step further. They take a step further. Then they start having all those depressive
0: issues. Then they go to psychiatrists. Psychiatrists psychiatrist put them on antidepressants. Yep. Then they get more depressed, and then they come back and say, "Well, you know what to fix you? If you want to be a girl? You know that's, that's why you're depressed. You, you're you're actually a girl. You don't know You you think you're a boy, but you're actually a girl. So we need to go and do gender mutilation surgery on you now. That's the option. That's no, the, and that's why you, I- you look at the stair step down, and you're right. It's like God. No,
1: and what happened? The, the reason all of this happened. Here's yeah. the reason. It's because we left the values of the Bible. Yeah, we stopped taking our children to church. Yep. We, you know, I remember when my dad and my mom got divorced. It was in the divorce papers that my mom had to take us to church until we got confirmed in the Lutheran church, until we became a Christian, until we became members of the church. Yeah. So it was required by court order that that happened. And my mom, being you know the good German who always follows the rules, right? She made sure we were in church for Sunday school, church every single day. And what it did, it did exactly what the Bible says. If you train up the children the way they should go when they're older, a lot to part from because yep. you remember the values that were instilled with you in the Theta the state. Beginning. Yep. So what we've done is we've slowly allowed that to degrade in the United States until we find ourselves here now, where we have this absolute disaster with children. I remember years ago. I mean, I was getting off an airplane in Greece. We just left Santorini. We we're coming back into Athens. And there was this girl who was a cheerleader. I think it was from Clemson or someplace. And we, I've talked about it before. And she, Donald Trump had just was running for president. And she starts in on Trump about how he was a racist, he was a fascist, he was a Nazi. And I said to her, I said, those are pretty strong statements. Can you prove any of it? And she went berserk, started screaming at me in the airplane. And her mom was unbelievably embarrassed. But she was in this university system that was promoting all of this liberal ideology. And she really believed it because some stupid professor of hers had done this. I remember when Harrison was telling me about law school at Florida State. I remember he said one day he had a professor in there who's an extreme liberal. And this guy decides to show them how he could swim. He jumps on the floor and starts <laughs> swimming on the floor. Remember that? that? Told me about it, I, yeah. mean, I mean, morons. This guy had gone to Harvard. And, and, I, and I'm like, so I'm paying for this. I'm paying for you to watch a professor swim on the floor. And now, by the way, there's no water on the floor. It's on carpet. Just mention that. Because he didn't bring a swimming pool in. And so you think, what the heck are these kids learning? And this is law school. This isn't some undergraduate thing. And that's what happened. And now, and now scientists are warning that the declining academic standards are mixed with the DEI or recipe for disasters. The continued embrace of diversity, equity, inclusion in STEM combined with a broad decline in academic standards is producing a generation of scientists who are less capable from than their predecessors, warned some scientists in recent interviews with the college fix. From easier math classes in high school to the elimination of standardized tests To extreme grade inflation to DEI tropes that elevate lived experiences and ways of knowing over facts and data, the trend represents a pressing problem for science professors working to protect STEM and preserve its standards and efficiency. Alex Small, a chair of physics and astronomy department of California State Polytechnic University in Pomona, said it starts early in a student's education. The K-12 system is walking away from standards at all levels, he told the college fix. For example, he said, while most students took some sort of calculus class their senior year in high school, at least a third of them test into a class that's lower than calculus because what happens in the schools will push people through the pipeline. Even if someone hasn't mastered algebra, they'll get some sort of generous grade in their prerequisite math classes and they'll be put into calculus their senior year. Similar trends continuing and concerning the inability of college students to do high school math have been reported nationally post-COVID. With educators lamenting how incoming freshmen no longer can be expected to know how to add fractions or subtract a positive number from a negative number. <laughs> no, no, no. This And this is what's happened. This entire system is exactly what I just talked about with Austin. It's degrading. It's degrading. It's degrading. It's degrading. It's degrading. Why? They don't want a nation of critical thinkers. None. They want you to be as stupid as a box of rocks. They don't want you to be cut out of a wet paper bag with a razor knife. They want you to sit there and just listen to them and run the machines and shut up, get back in your goggles at night and be quiet. They don't want you basically coming in and saying, hey, look, we've had enough of this nonsense. I mean, with 380,000 illegals coming across the border last in, in December, and, and, and now Biden's saying that the 1.5 million people coming in per year is you know, may, not be allowed, may not be enough. All of this stuff is destroying the United States. But we sit back and we're concerned about Israel. That's because of Zionism, because of the Christians. I'm going to say that. I'm a Christian, but that's what that's, they've been brainwashed by the Schofield Reference Bible. And they say, no matter what Israel does, we're going to support it. So they get all wrapped up in this political landscape, and they don't think about what's happening on our southern border. They don't think about what's happening in our nation. Even in they our own counties, man. They don't, they don't, don't think about schools, what's happening across
0: so the street. Yeah. No. no I, I, I talked to everybody about that. I remember a couple months ago when everybody was on this Gaza Israel kick, and I said, why is it that you have, pe- I've talked to people that are obsessed with Israel right now, where they stare at the TV and they talk to their friends and they get on social media platforms and rant and rave about Israel this, Israel that, and yet they have their children that are turning into epic failures at school because they're living on iPads and playing video games all day long. And I said, why aren't you looking under your own roof you're concerned about somebody in a sandbox country you don't even know and you're not even concerned about your own family you're not even concerned about making sure their health and their brain health and their neurological health their mental health is maintaining everything that goes on right now is designed especially through the food system and the drugs to continue to drop everybody's mentality down more and more and more And the school system is dumbing down the kids more and more and more that's why you have to be so cautious dad talked about earlier in the school system right now and also getting the truth and the news out there with what's really going on with overall health. You know, for the longest time, I saw an article here, a new research study. For the longest time, multiple sclerosis has always been an email of a topic that I've gotten from people. and I've always told people alpha-lipoic acid, vitamin B12, the multiple powder that we have, B-complex, those are all really important because people realize that multiple sclerosis is an autoimmune disorder, essentially, where the immune system attacks the central nervous system, damaging the myelin sheath. Well, the issue about this is, is for the longest time, B12 deficiency and multiple sclerosis at the early phases have the same symptoms. Yet, for some odd reason, the medical community, they never want to treat anybody with good B12. They say, oh, you need to get a B12 injection. Well, if you look, 99% of all B12 injections on ampules are cyanocobalamin. Mm-hmm. Which means the body has to take it in and has to process it through the liver now and convert it. It only gets about a 30% conversion rate. That's why all the B12 we use is always methylcobalamin. And what's crazy here, it says vitamin B12 deficiency is extremely common in the United States, affecting up to 15% of the adult population. They said one of the conditions which is gaining attention in the medical community is vitamin B12 deficiency and multiple sclerosis. They said since the body stores significant amounts of B12, it is crucial to have this on a regular basis. This is the researchers have suspected a connection between multiple sclerosis and b12 for decades due to the similarity of the neurological symptoms that are common on both conditions including muscle weakness numbness tingling fatigue and cognitive dysfunction now here a recent study concluded by researchers of sanford burnham in collaboration with others published last month or december 2023 two months ago in cell reports sheds light on revealing the molecular link between b12 deficiency and multiple sclerosis this is why it's so important to supplement with b vitamins this is cr- that's a crucial supplement we talk about all the time and if you need more throw in more the sublingual b12 it dissolves into your tongue it's like five milligrams five thousand micrograms of b12 it will boost your blood levels I'm gonna t- and this is my own personal experience with this i got blood work done last year yeah, i need to get done again coming up on it got done last summer and before I got it, I always do a, you know, I always fast. I do like 7 a.m. blood work. I always like to do fasted blood work. That's the way I always have it done. And so first thing in the morning, the only thing I took, I woke up at like 5 a.m., got up early workout in, did fasted cardio, took my ultimate multiple powder, just ultimate multiple powder, took two scoops of it. Got ready, went and got blood work done at like 7.30, fasted. Everything was good. Ate later on. Rest of the day was good. Got my blood work back in like three days. Dude, my B12 was off the chart it was so high because I took the multiple powder before I went I didn't even think about it with the b12 I mean it was like maxed out on the level reading that's how fast and effective our b12 gets in your bloodstream just from the multiple powder and I didn't mean to do it it was an accidental experiment and I'm I talked to one of the physicians read it's so like your b12's in the roof I said yeah I know I said I manufacture top grade supplements I took our multiple a couple hours for blood work they said well I can tell you one thing you guys have real B12 in your vitamins, and it gets in your bloodstream rapidly. I said, I know it does. And so it's funny to me because it's such an easy fix.
1: So many people don't want to take the time every, just to add in some nutrients. Every morning I get up, I have my purple sticks, and, yes, I have some left. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> have, sh- they're supposed to be getting manufactured next month. So. Yes, we got everything dialed in on. We are bro. so aggravated with this because the quality control standards are be so high on this product. It's going oh, to work. It's taking a minute to get it put together. They're supposed to be manufactured in March, so we'll see if that happens. And we had to get the flavor right. This was a really big deal. <laughs> it was, it and it tastes really good now. It does. And so, but I, I take my four B complex every single morning with my purple sticks. Yeah, and don't, and don't 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 send me hate mail that I have purple sticks. I'm almost out. <laughs> They're almost out. <laughs> okay. By the way, Boeing has discovered drill holes on fifty undelivered seven thirty seven Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, you know, Boeing's reputation continues to slide as new fuselage problem was discovered. On, on 50. Remember, this is a very liberal company. Uh, I guess they're hiring all these people that really don't have the ability or the qualifications because of diversity. Stan Deal, the chief executive of Boeing's commercial plane unit, wrote in a memo to employees on Saturday or on Sunday that this factory, uh, the, the, the Washington factory will, suspend, will spend several days to focus on quality, including inspecting some undelivered airplanes for potential nonconformance prior to delivery. This past Thursday, supplier notified us of nonconformance of some 737 fuselages. I want to thank an employee of the supplier who flagged this manager that two holes may have not been drilled exactly to our requirements. Okay. This is a problem with an aircraft that operates under extreme <laughs> pressure at 30,000 feet. hundreds of people in it. <laughs> okay. If, if suddenly it rips open to <laughs> this hole that got drilled and it decompresses, it's going to probably crash. And so Boeing, I guess, has to learn. That just maybe they need to hire the best person for the job rather than the trans the transgenders (laughs) who love to work i
0: love boeing though right like this this is boeing we had a door rip out of the fuselage plane almost crashes what should we do dude we got to hire more gays that's (laughs) what we really need to do like yes absolutely that'll fix the problem right now like boeing guys you
1: guys are taking some serious l's okay well (laughs) wait 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 okay (laughs) It doesn't matter if the gays are gay. If, no, if, I'm not. If, if, if they're legit, if <laughs> it they're, was the joke, if, though. If, if, I know. If they're legitimate employees. No, they probably are pretty no, good. No. But, like, that's that's Boeing's response well, no, to it. No, <laughs> I think it should have been, we need to hire more transgenders who suffer with severe depression. To fly to, the plane. No, to fly the plane and to make sure that they basically drill the holes in the— hopefully ripe the life, right the right <laughs> and they're not going to be depressed during the time this is terrible we're talking about uh, this. Yeah, this is, but uh, but this we should have not gone on that topic today never mind but, but, Side note. Just, just
0: pretend like we all didn't right. say that. No, no no one thing i didn't want to bring up this is a crazy article right here showing how much the pharmaceutical company has been injected into the public school system new jersey department of health now has put out a contest protect me with all three listen to this Contests now are encouraging kids and teens to create posters and videos using the department talking points to promote the three vaccines, the flu, RSV, and COVID shot now. Critics are calling the contest being used to propagandize children for pharmaceutical companies. The campaign opens children and teens ages 5 to 12 grades, requires students to create posters and 30-second videos to raise awareness on the importance of vaccination. They say, listen to this, by getting vaccinated – You're protecting yourself and your friends and your family. Not vaccinating a child on time can make someone else sick, like a friend or a baby, adult, grandparent, or someone unable to get vaccinated. If the contestant participants win, they get a $175 gift card. $175.
1: You know, when we were kids to promote stuff for the schools or whatever. We sold magazine subscriptions. Yeah. Yeah, No, we used to have, go door to door, door to door. and You sell magazine subscriptions, you get little gifts. Now we're you selling vaccines. You get little black lights that change in the middle of the night, all the weird like stuff. Like lava lamps. Yeah you, know, yeah, you get all that kind of stuff. But now they, get, they basically are promoting vaccine awareness to get their little gift cards. And again, it's, like you said, it's pure propaganda because you know, Pfizer and you know, Moderna and, you know, and Johnson and & Johnson made a lot of money during oh, the yeah. pandemic. And they basically want to continue keeping those vaccine rates high as they possibly can. And so uh, it's kind of crazy. I mean, we didn't even talk about that on top of everything else. We got to deal with vaccines. Yeah. We got to deal with vaccines that have nanotechnology in them. We have to deal with vaccines that change your DNA. RNA we have to, gene do, therapy, we yep. have to deal with vaccines that are basically lowering the immune system so that they can replicate spike proteins in the bloodstream. We have to deal with vaccines that are going to change you. Like Klaus Schwab says, we're going to change your DNA by the way, he did say that. And so all of this stuff, is being told to us in
0: advance. Oh, I, 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 sorry to interjecting. I forgot to tell you guys. The pediatrician we went to, the one uh, primary care physician is really cool. Lana texts me up there. She texted me up right before the show. She said, The first nurse that came in, this is my six day old son. She said, Well, I want to make sure real quick are we doing the hepatitis B shot on your son? She asked Lana that. Lana goes, No, I'm not HEP B positive. My son's not HEP B positive. Nobody around us is HEP B positive. because goes, well, I just want to ask. I have to ask if we want to do the HEP B shot. She goes no. She goes okay. That's fine. And the next lady came in that she knew, and she was super cool about it. But think about that for a second: a perfectly healthy, growing six-day-old baby. They ask you, "Do you want to get the hepatitis B shot today?" We well, got, we well, ready
1: for you. Well, they it. don't really ask you in the hospital. It's injected. They try to do it.
0: Yeah, you got to fight them on it. Oh my gosh! You know,
1: one of our kids, well, a couple of our kids were born by midwives, a couple of them were born by you know in hospitals, and I remember one of them was born over in uh, in Alabama. And I mean, I mean, I was at the front desk and they told me about the hep B shot. I said, whoa, 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 stop. I said, child's not getting any vaccines. I said, the pediatrician will take care of this. Yep. And they said, well, this is what this is routine. I said, not with me. It's not. I said, you do this. You get sued. That's that, that, that's the point. I had.
0: And to go that's to. the best way what he just said to defuse it at a hospital. My pediatrician will handle everything. They'll hand, diff- diffuse the situation. There's no point in trying to have a debate on vaccines there because you're not going to win it with those guys. If they're already telling you it's standard procedure to give a HET-B shot to a newborn,
1: there's no, no reason well, to argue. The, the only reason they do it is because all they consider all women to be drug-using IV Correct. prostitutes. yeah that's what they believe they, they believe and they it, make
0: it makes a lot of money
1: that well, shot generates a lot and, of revenue and it philosophy. has a lot of mercury in it oh yeah it, it really bright it damages that child's vitamin brain K music. shot has a lot of mercury in it too or uh, aluminum in it by the way I got yeah. an
0: ampule. I told you that. vitamin K shot no go either 100 micrograms of aluminum
1: it says it right there on the vial for the vitamin K shot and, I, and so when you stop and you look at all this stuff off you got to stop and ask yourself a question is this an orchestrated event by the guy behind the curtain or the people behind the curtain the witches behind the curtain yep let's not put this on guys let's put it on the witches and everybody else. You know, the warlocks, the wizards, the witches. Is it an orchestrated event globally now to do this to the entire population Very of the much planet? So. Is it because they're being controlled by the fallen angels? Bingo. That's why we did the show Angel Wars. Yep. And when you understand that, that we have this alien presence on this planet, they've been locked up down here with us, that these entities, whatever they are, hate us. They want to experiment on us, and we are their lab rats. Yep. And once you understand that and you realize who they are and how evil they are, it starts to make more sense. That's why it's important that we keep our hearts and minds in Christ all the days of our life. All the days of our life. Also, finish it up. What you got to say? Yeah, absolutely,
0: my friends. And if you guys need anything, give us a call, healthmasters.com. You know where to get a hold of us. Also, too, be sure to vote. We've got a lot of different votes right now the product of the week. I told you guys I stacked up the ultimate everything. And it looks like the ultimate powder and the ultimate capsules are almost tied. So I need you guys to break that tie in the next two days. Whichever one.